Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello everyone, this is Jayant Sriram and I'll be your host for today. Welcome to another interesting episode of the CII Podcast. And our topic for discussion today is leveraging technology for business transformation. Digital transformation, of course, has been the catchword of the last few years. Today, technology and digitalization are transforming every walk of life and are enabling people to rethink how we integrate information, analyze data, and use the resulting insights to scale up businesses. With the advent of new disruptive technologies on an everyday basis, the way we carry out our day-to-day activities in our personal lives and professionally is undergoing a significant change at a never-seen-before pace. So what should we expect as we look at the next technology wave? How are the latest technologies enabling business transformation? How is digital technology making the world more agile and competitive? To answer all these questions, we have with us today Gaurav Malik, Chief Strategy Officer of Successive Digital, one of the fastest growing digital transformation consulting and solutions companies that helps clients across the world in transforming businesses across all touch points of customer experience. Gaurav is a hands-on executive with over 21 years of experience in the digital transformation domain. He holds a master's degree in business administration from Boston University, and his expertise includes business transformation, business strategy, sales and marketing strategy, operational excellence, and program management. Thank you for making the time today, Gaurav, and thank you for joining us on the CII podcast. Thank you, Jayant. Pleasure to be here and excited. Right. We're excited for this conversation too. So let me just jump straight into it. Um, Why do businesses need digital transformation today? And what should we expect as we look at the next technology wave uh, that's that's coming pretty fast? Sure, sure. Very happy to answer that. So before I go into the real question, right, let's understand what do we mean by why do businesses need digital now or digital today, right? So if you look at the uh, waves of disruptions that has happened in technology in last hundred years. We started with telephone, moved on to internet, moved on to websites, moved on to social, and now we are at the wave of AI. All these transformation had a certain life cycle. The biggest one was the telephone, followed by internet, followed by website, but social has grown very fast. The timeline has decreased by decades and the next wave of AI, which we have already seen, is the future. The next wave of AR and VR that we are seeing is the future. So the question why businesses need digital now is actually a misnomer because businesses needed digital 10 years ago. Now let's look at the importance of companies and businesses not embracing digital how they get disrupted. If you look at the example of Blockbusters, Blockbusters was the chain of DVDs that could rent and people could go to the store and watch movies and then return them back. Netflix came and totally disrupted them. Blockbuster did not take any action. It resulted them into a insolvency. Kodak is another example. So businesses have to continuously think what is the next hype that is happening and how is the industry disrupting it? What are the startups that are coming in and changing it 
and businesses who took the right action at the right point of time are going to not only survive but thrive to be a century old business let's look at the let's look at the example of walmart walmart would have gone totally disrupted and bankrupt when they realized amazon is coming and disrupting the market covid even accelerated that where we saw we don't need to go to the stores we can actually do things online the biggest reason of business transformation was actually covid which forced us to change our behaviors and when we change behaviors the magic starts the businesses who have disrupted and adopted the digital technologies will grow exponentially it will not be a 1x or a 2x growth it will be a u square growth what did walmart do walmart opened up something called walmart labs they invested in technology they invested in center of excellence and they used the power of the stores that they had which amazon did not which helped them beat amazon as well they opened um technology centers in the us in the europe they also have a big offshore development center in india hence the need for digital is imperative businesses who are not adopting it are going to close down very soon there are many retailer examples across the world not just us who are struggling to meet their ends so now let's look at what to expect in the next technology wave so the next technology wave ai is no longer the next technology wave we've already seen generative ai with chat gpt coming in and helping us solve so many problems which were repetitive and we are able to do tasks in seconds or minutes which used to take hours of jobs blockchain and iot are the next examples that are going to disrupt the next level the next industry that is getting disrupted is automotive the driverless cars the subscription model of the cars buying cars online building your own car is the need for the hour people do not want to go to the showrooms and do a trial your ar and vr technology are going to give you a test ride which is exactly the physical ride test ride that anyone could have for an automobile blockchain could transform the supply chains and enable more secure and transparent transactions IoT would create new opportunities for data collection and analysis leading to more informed business decisions. So just to summarize what I just said, we every business they need to see what how they can disrupt the industry, how can they have some disruptive uh, technologies and investments in place and adapt to new ways of working new business models. Right, uh thanks for that answer. I think that was really interesting and it covered a lot of ground. I think we went from you know the uh, the digital transformation that happened through covid you know as we know covid accelerated many of the trends that were there in the world digital transformation was one of them i think we covered um, ai and what's going to happen you know even post ai so uh, that's a really sort of good basis to progress with this conversation and you know we've covered some of the latest technologies in your last answer um i want to ask you how are these technologies really enabling business transformation sure So I think one of the things that has happened uh, quite a lot in past five to ten years is cloud computing, because technologies cannot be used if we don't have the superpower of cloud computing. That is actually helping businesses to access computing resources and software over the internet 
eliminating the need of on-premise hardware and software. For example, a company can use the cloud-based software to manage its HR processes, making them more efficient and cost-effective. 5G is enabling it even further because 5G speeds are even more than the Wi-Fi routers that we have at home or in the offices. With that said, the overall faster download and upload capabilities in these 5G networks and cloud computing is going to, to take the healthcare, transport, transportation, manufacturing industry to the next level. For example, a hospital can use to enable remote consulting and surgeries and increase the healthcare access to remote areas where we, could, we cannot set up the hospitals, where we, can, we couldn't even think of electricity, but 5G is there. It can help in remote areas where it is very difficult to set up infrastructure. We talked about blockchain. Blockchain is a distributed ledger technology that enables us to secure and transparent the transactions. It is transforming industries such as finance, healthcare, and supply chain. For example, a company can use the blockchain to create a transparent and secure supply chain, tracking products from the manufacturer to the end consumer. It is disrupting the agri-tech industry. We, I would exactly know the banana that I'm eating was produced somewhere in Brazil, produced by this farmer. There will be gamifications people will be posting on social media that I'm eating the banana manufactured in a remote village in India and I could actually see the photograph of the farmer. It is also going to enable in the next wave of ESG. ESG is again the next disruption that is happening because all the companies would have to report their ESG footprint. So net-net for next five years and 10 years, these are the changes that we are going to see how it's going to help us in the digital transformation journey. Right, yeah, thank you. That's That was again a very informative answer. And, you know, just sort of uh, broadening out the discussion a bit, um, how do you see, how do you think digital transformation is making the world, or digital technology, uh, or technologies, is making the world um, more agile and competitive? Right. So, before I answer that, right, let's understand what we mean by agile, right? Think of agile as real time. People want everything real time. People want instant gratification. People want, I have a thought, I should be able to get it right away. And we've seen those disruptions, again, going back to COVID, where in the India as a market, if I want to eat a dessert, I just have to think of it and I can get it delivered at my home in 10 minutes. Was this possible before COVID? No. But is that increasing quite a lot? It has, it has created new business models. It has created a business model where if I want to eat a certain type of a food somewhere in Kolkata, Zomato has a service which they can actually, they have launched and I can get it in a day. I don't have to fly to Calcutta. Things are coming to my house automatically. How is all this getting possible? It is getting possible by enhanced connectivity, the real-time analytics, the automation that is happening, cloud computing that I already mentioned, and the overall AI element that is getting added. AI is, so the way to understand AI, right? Everything that was a manual task is getting done automatically. The tasks are happening while we are sleeping because AI does not get tired, AI doesn't sleep. 
So you are able to have your supply chain tripled and you don't have to work for eight hours a day. Right. Um, it's great that you brought up uh, AI because I, I want to ask you about you know what, something that's very much a topic of the moment, which is uh, disruptive AI, AI applications and particularly generative AI, um, which is you know the example yes. that everybody knows of is ChatGPT. There is yeah. uh, there's a kind of an ongoing debate or sort of discussion, if you like, right now where. You know, I think most people who've tried to use ChatGPT and see it and, and, see, and have seen it in operation, the first thought goes to, oh, this is going to like put a lot of people out of work. And um, yeah. then I think as the discussion evolves, you think, okay, is it going to put people out of work or is it going to, you know, make some sorts of work more efficient? Is it going to evolve the nature of work? So what do yeah. you think about generative AI? Do you think it's going to replace jobs or you think it's going to actually just, you know, as I said, uh, see, you know, ushered in a kind of an evolution? Yeah, yeah, very good question. And, and I'm listening and hearing these debates everywhere. I see that, see them on my LinkedIn post as well. So I've been fortunate to witness the, this industry for 21 plus years. And I saw social for the first time launched. I saw the smartphones getting launched in my lifetime. I've also seen Google search getting launched. Every time a destructive technology was invented, these topics were very, very hot. People used to say, oh my gosh, now we have a website. What is going to happen to this? Are they going to take away our jobs? What will happen to the newspapers? What will happen to traditional postcard industry, the postman, right? Let's, let's take a look at the example of postman. The postman was delivering postcards and letters. Now, what are they delivering? They are delivering food. Do you think those jobs are gone? Actually, those jobs have increased. We would have never thought that a postman would be delivering a gulab jamun at some point of time. That would have been like a miracle, right? Or a magic, but it is happening now. So I would suggest anyone of you who's thinking it's gonna take away your job, even if you are in marketing or if you're a content writer, do not be afraid of ChatGPT. Embrace the technology, embrace the change, and see how ChatGPT can be your friend. Now you might ask, give me an example because it's easier said that easier said than done. So there are a lot of trainings that are available now on how to use ChatGPT because ChatGPT will return you the answer the way you would write your prompts. There are trainings available to see what kind of prompts we need to write on ChatGPT to get exactly what you're looking for. So which means that if you were taking four hours to write a masterpiece of content, you would still be able to do that in probably an hour. So your productivity is actually increased. Your job is not gone because what AI cannot do is the creativity. And that's where um, the human's intelligence and creativity comes into the picture. I have seen posts, I have seen creatives which says created by human that is going to be the next wave because as soon as we as humans see that this content or this thing has been done by ai we get taken aback because we still are humans we still belong to our very ancient back roots that we like personalization we like the human touch we say that this restaurant is really good because it has a human touch it is not made by machines we like the embroidery which has the human touch not made by machines Similarly, I would say 
embrace the technology, embrace chat GPT, not even generative AI. You will see many more AI models in next two years, but we should not be afraid of them. Thank you. I think that was a very, uh, very considered answer on the impact that uh, chat GPT is going to have and how to, you know, perhaps embrace the technology rather than be fearful of it. Um, I want to move on now and ask you, um, you know, if you sort of break down a business into various components, um, which part of the business do you think digital has the highest impact on? Yeah, good question. So we would say digital, we cannot segregate a certain part of the business that only this part has been disrupted or impacted by digital. It's everywhere. Uh, let's look at how do we look at a business? In a very small terms, we look at business as growth engine, your supply engine, and your operations around it. Your growth is where you go to the market and tell people, your target audience, about your services and products. Your operations is, once you have closed the deal, once you've done the sales, how efficiently are you fulfilling them in terms of shipping the products, in terms of delivering the services? And while you're doing that, how is how are you enabling the customer experience? So if I were to rank this, operations, supply, growth, all of it. But however, let's talk about how is digital helping a business to be to have a competitive advantage? I think that's the question we need to ask ourselves. And the only way digital is going to help you to have a competitive advantage is if you have the right customer experience. How can you be in front of the customer at, across all the touch points of user experience? Let me give you an example. If I'm a user and I'm interacting with the brand, I'm going to their website. I'm accessing their website from my mobile device. I expect a mobile app as well. If I'm a regular user, I don't want to go to their website from my browser of my mobile phone. I would expect if I call them for any reason, I should get connected within 10 seconds. I should not be waiting in a queue. Or if I'm interacting with their chatbots, which, which is conversational AI, they should be giving me exactly what I'm looking for in very less amount of time. So it has impacted the marketing and advertising industry, as we can say, not the industry, but the, but the marketing and advertising function of the, of the business by looking at so many uh, marketing automation tools that has come up within sales, the CRMs of the world, the e-commerce of the world, within the customer industry, already talked about the virtual uh, assistants and chatbots. And in the operations part, we see the cloud computing, the IoTs, and AI is actually uh, helping a lot in the operations. It has not yet gone to a level where it can, it can do sales for you or it can do marketing for you. Right now, we are at a level on AI maturity where repetition, wherever it's this, there is repetition, AI can do that job very easily. Right. Um, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, very interesting answer again. And um, it's interesting that you brought up the term um, AI maturity because I wanted to ask you, you know, what do customers expect in the uh, 2023 digital era? Because I feel like with the advent of ChatGPT now, there's a huge level of expectation. I think it's kind of really broken that barrier of expectation for what AI can achieve and actually, you know, bring uh, to businesses, to other walks of life as well. So 
you know in in this era what what do you think customer expectations are going to be how are they going to evolve through this year yeah sure so i think i covered quite a few in my previous answers but kind of giving a summary of the expectation so we talked about personalized experience absolutely a must if i have done a booking for a hotel and i've stayed there once if i'm booking there again i should not be repeating my information that's the expectation the whole channel the omni channel presence that customers expect we talked about accessing online mobile social media in person etc etc instant gratification is the next expectation which we already uh, which we already discussed previously but let's look at an let's look at an example right uber and olas of the world have disrupted if i need a taxi i should get it in less than 10 minutes if i need a food we already talked about the example of delivering the food at home in 10 minutes that's the new generation which are the gen z's the millennials they expect this from the brand when um some of the traditional brands let's say we go to a resort or a hotel or a conference room we expect from a brand name let's say we are going to taj or we are going to oberoi's we expect certain type of hospitality we expect certain type of facilities not only that we expect the digital part to be exactly the same so the brands they have invested a lot in the facilities if i look at the travel and hospitality but if they do not have a similar app which has the same presence same experience is not going to work given all of that the other area of concern that is happening by customers is the trust and security because obviously they expect personalized experience but what are you compromising you you're compromising your data you're compromising your privacy so customers have to uh brands have to really make sure that they mean it in terms of the privacy laws the privacy policies and they must they must explicitly uh showcase that to the customers there is a difference uh, of customers who are in the apple ecosystem versus the android ecosystem apple has taken privacy very seriously they have actually not allowed so many activities between the cross apps that can happen a lot of people say in apple because of that reason imagine if most of your of the brands are considering all the gamuts for it by still being able to personalize it and giving that security of trust to the customer is going to be um it's going to be a, a game changing business models for them lastly customers would expect sustainability and social responsibility right now when i book my flights i actually see how much is how much carbon um footprint i'm going to uh, increase by traveling from uh, boston to new york so airlines who are able to show less carbon customers are going to prefer that if you leave aside the whole pricing model part of it so these are the expectations from the customers obviously the whole ar and voice enabled devices i would say these are not not like the next new thing this is already there there is an alexa in everyone's place and lastly the 24/7 availability they would not expect a brand to be open only from monday to friday especially the b2c brands they expect the brand to be available instantly right thank you i think that's uh, that was again a very interesting answer with a lot of useful examples um and you know just as we are kind of closing out the discussion today gorab i wanted to ask you you know in your opinion are we doing digital right at the moment and i think perhaps the best way that you could illustrate this is perhaps with some examples of 
some of the work that you are doing with uh, your clients yeah sure um i think if we look at uh, my overall journey in transforming businesses in past 20 years right when we talk to businesses why do they come to us why do they need a digital transformation companies because they do not to they do not know how to do it themselves because that is not the core part of their business and they really need a partner who they can trust they really need a partner who has done this many many times they need a partner who can hold their hands and guide them and they need a partner who know they will not leave them during their rainy days those are the five things that i have learned if we are able to provide that to the customer they are your customer throughout the life so let's look at some of the examples that we have implemented um in past 20 years if i look at it right we have helped businesses gone from point a to point b by being in a very native digital state of just having a website and they did not have they did not have any clue how can they create new business models out of uh using the digital technologies so what we have guided them is we don't need to look at technology as a standalone implementation we need to look at how can we continuously challenge the status quo what we have been doing how can we do it better if we embrace this technology and build a new system how is this going to impact our clients the way we interact with our clients the way we deliver services and products to our client how does it impact our supply chain and the way to look at it is start embracing the change slowly and seamlessly on two people on two sets of entities one are your clients because you don't want to disrupt your experience with your clients and second are your people if it, if you're in a product industry if you're into manufacturing how are you upgrading your infrastructure of supply chain and machinery one of the clients that you're working for is into the shipping and weather forecasting industry they were struggling to see how they can take their product to the next level because that was their bread and butter they were struggling to hire the leadership team in technology they were struggling to hire the right technologist they had no idea what the product road map should look like we started off by helping them on the strategy on the current state analysis showing them a dream of next 5 years how is the product road map going to take you from point a to point b how will your operations change how will your hiring change and that customer is now um reached to a level where they have not only increased their revenue to x but they have also reduced their cost lastly um in the retail business we've actually transformed a bunch of customers with many ip solutions that we have developed the accelerators that we have developed this is the expectation from the clients that you've done a certain implementation for so many times can we leverage the um plugins and accelerators that you have created that is where um we th- we feel that we have had a good um comparative advantage of delivering services to our clients all right gorav on that note i think we'll wrap up the discussion for today i'd like to thank you once again uh, for your very interesting answers and your perspective on digital transformation and thank you for making time and for joining us on the cii podcast thanks thank you for listening to cii podcasts